Okay, so yesterday we were analyzing the story of Avram and Sarah. Avram Avinu famously tells Sarah, please tell them that you're my sister so that they should do good to me and they should give me gifts. So our obvious question was, why is Avram talking about gifts when Sarah's life is at stake? So we started, good question, right? Yeah. So, um, so we brought the Zohar, and the Zohar does say that Avram Vinu knew that Sarah's merit was greater than his own. In general, Hasidus says that the merit of the matriarchs is greater than that of the patriarchs. The holiness of the matriarchs is greater than the patriarchs. Avram saw, Zohar says, an angel walking with Sarah. I didn't see an angel walking with him. He knew she would be okay. So, so there was no issue of her life being in danger. But the question still remains... All right, fine. So you're not afraid of something happening to her per se, but still, why is there a conversation about gifts when we're talking about Sarah's life? And we answered that so far, what we said it was, is that it's not that Avram Avinu was interested in anything physical. It's that Avram Avinu knew that Hashem had made this promise and he wanted Hashem's intent to be fulfilled. Hashem had promised Avram Avinu that you're going to be a great nation and you're going to be having all these blessings. And here was a natural way that the blessing would be fulfilled. They would, they, uh, we, we find in other places in the Torah that the older brother is the one that's the, considered the, um, the shadchan, the suitor for the younger sister. So uh, the, it would seem natural that Avram Avinu would use this opportunity, Avram was thinking, to, to, uh, res- to get the uh, blessing that Hashem had ordained for him. And it wasn't a question of a, a, a selfish interest, rather this was Hashem's intent. And not only is it Avram's intent to get the physical blessing that Hashem had promised, because Hashem wanted him to get it, but more than that, Hashem's intent involved elevating the sparks of Kedusha that was found in the money of Mitzrayim. So really this, this idea of asking for the money or, or telling his wife that she should, be, she should ask his wife to... to call herself her sister so that he should get paid for her is fulfilling Hashem's intent and creation of elevating the sparks of Kedusha Mitzrayim. That's, and as far as Sarah, would, Sarah wouldn't have gotten hurt and, and did nothing was, this, this is just Hashem's intent. It's clear that there's no other way. Abraham, 
it was later repeated by King Solomon with divine prophecy, but uh, divine inspiration. But Avraham wrote, wrote it for Sarah. And one of the things he says about Sarah is, he says, A husband's heart is certain in her. Wives of husband's heart certain in her. He was certain in her to Vishal uh, and he lacks no gain. He was referring to how Sarah protected him and called him her brother, and because of that, he got paid. So all, all the merit of his, the Gemara says that a person only gets parnasa and schus of their wife. The Rabbi told the, student, the people of Mechuzah, honor your wives in order to get rich. Parnasa comes in merit of the wife. Thank you, Tanner. Rabbi, this is why back in the day they would marry many wives. Oh. <laughs> um, you can get the bracha from all of them at the same time. Well, try, try to... Use the curses from, <laughs> you were with her? Try to honor one of them. Uh, try to honor your wife, and uh, the bracha will come. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so, um, so, so, Parnasa comes, and the Zohar says, Avram hated Bavura. God did. They, they did kindness to Avram because of Sarah. The blessing came through Sarah, and that's why Sarah had to descend to Mitzrayim. It wasn't only that she was not in danger and therefore nothing would have happened bad to her. The, the, the Avram putting her in a state of descent, spiritual descent, being in Mitzrayim, even if you're protected, is a state of spiritual descent. And we find Avram himself, that Avram only, Avram only recognized Sarah was beautiful uh, when they went to Mitzrayim. Why don't he recognize it then? So, uh, I mean, halacha is, you're not allowed to marry someone until you see them. So Avram certainly saw Sarah before he married her. So what, what does it mean he didn't know she was beautiful? So some commentaries say that Avram Avinu made a mistake by going to Mitzrayim. According to the Nachmanides, Avram Avinu was not supposed to go to Mitzrayim. Although there was a hunger in the land, he should have still trusted in Hashem and didn't remain in Israel. And his going to Mitzrayim was a Yerida, was a descent for Avram. So because he was in a state of spiritual descent, so he was never... So it's true he knew what she looked like, but he wasn't affected by it. When he was on a higher level, this, this, this didn't interest him. But because he was, so to speak, on a lower level, going to Mitzrayim, that's why he noticed her, suddenly her beauty. So the difference between going into Mitzrayim and going into Paro's kingdom? Why is that more of a descent? Being ca- taken captive in Paro's kingdom? In, you're, 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 so it's just being captive, that means more of a descent? Yeah. And so the reason why that had to happen was in order to elevate the sparks of Dusha that were there. The goal of this Derida was for the Aliyah, and so Armino knew that, uh, that nothing bad would happen to her as a result of this Yerida, but the Yerida, the Yerida had to happen for this Aliyah. Um, okay, let's go to, to page 45. Is The rule is, whatever happened to our forefathers is a sign for us. That what happened to the stories of our forefathers is a sign for the children. It's a message for us in regards to our spiritual service of Hashem and in regards to the descent of our soul into our body. Sent to the soul and body. Oh. And especially the descent of the soul and the body into exile. How does this story have to do with the ascent of the soul and the body in exile? Because Avram Avinu is a, is a muscle, the Zohar says, for the soul, and Sarah is a muscle for the body. 
Kolaymar, in the service of Hashem, in learning Torah and doing mitzvahs and elevating the sparks, there are generally two ways. One way of serving Hashem is that you're serving Hashem with your soul, and it's only slightly noticed and felt by the body, but primarily what's going on is a person serving Hashem with their soul. And then there is Be'ez, Aveda, and that's the in Ma'guvman Tzusei. And Aveda, service Hashem, which is done mainly with the body and through the body. A person, the person in this scenario, in Model B, is not detached from the things of this world, from the physical things of this world. On the opposite, on the contrary, rather he descends from his level and he becomes involved and becomes interested in the things of this world. Everything in this world is difficult and bad, and the wicked dominate this world. And here in this world, <coughs> he fulfills Terimitsis and he elevates the sparks of Kedusha that are here. So the first scenario, the first model of serving Hashem is he is just serving Hashem with the Shema. It's only felt by the body. And the second is where he is focusing on the physical, he's vested within the physical, and the yes, the physical world is bad and evil, and the, the wicked dominate, dominate, but that is where he is learning turning doing mitzvahs and elevating the sparks of Gosha. Um, this, um, this split between these two ways exists in the highest, from the highest levels to the lowest levels. For example, it says about Avram, about Meshe Rabbeinu, and El Yolanavi, that Meshe Rabbeinu's service of Hashem was mostly, mostly with, with, his, with his neshama, and El Yolanavi's service of Hashem was with his body. That's why it says about Meshe uh, Rabbeinu that his pregnancy was for seven months, El Yolanavi's pregnancy was for 12 months. Why, why, why was there this difference between them? Well, you see also the way they passed away. Meshe Rabbeinu passes away and his body remains in this world. Albeit, we don't know where it is, but it's somewhere in the world. Versus El Yonavi arises with his physical body in the chariot to heaven, in the chariot of fire. He's physically, his body is elevated from the world. Why is that? So the reason is, is because Amesha Rabbeinu's short pregnancy indicates that there was very little adaptation that Shama had uh, descending into this world. He remained in his pristine, outsilus state, even while entering the world. And therefore, he, his body... Uh, wasn't the focus. His body, his main thing was revelation of his neshama, so therefore his body could be buried, his body, his body descended. Versus El Yonavi, his gestation period indicates how he is, is in his soul completely acclimated with this, will become part of this world, and therefore he's able to elevate the physical world itself so that his body too ascended on the chariot of fire when he passes away. So Avram Avinu, I'm sorry, uh, El Yonavi is called the servant of Hashem, a servant of Hashem with his body, and Moshe Rabbeinu is called a servant of Hashem with his neshama. Moshe Rabbeinu was about revelation of his neshama. It wasn't about involve, any involvement with the physical world. He was just a window for the divine. Quick point. You said Abraham was uh, for the body? Or soul. Oh, for the soul. Moshe. No, he's right. Uh, Avram is a marshal for the soul and sorry for the body. Okay. Okay. Top is the second column, page 45. The difference between these two ways of serving Hashem are, are what Hasidus terms sister versus wife. These two ways of serving Hashem, whether you're involved with the physical or you're not, 
are similar to the relationship between brother and sister and husband and wife. There is a hidden love that every Jew has in his heart because he has a neshama. Every Jew has this at birth, and it's not possible that this can be lacking. That's similar to the love of a, of a brother and sister. It's a natural love from birth. It's, impo- it's not possible to say this love should stop. It's unlike the love between a husband and a wife, there can be a separation through divorce. On the other hand, although there is a, an advantage of the love of Hashem, which is similar to the love of a brother and sister, the love of Hashem, which is called the, the hidden love that comes from our Hashem, although there's an advantage of that kind of love, that <coughs> it's like a love of a brother and sister, which you cannot lose that love. You're born with that love, and no matter what happens, there will be a part of you that has an affinity toward your, towards your sister. Because of this itself, because the love of a brother and sister are, are, is natural, there's no thirst, no yearning in the love of brother and sister. There's no complete unity between a brother and sister because they're two separate bodies and they have no yearning for each other. There's a love for each other, but the love is not in a, in a way of a yearning and an excitement and a close nefesh. There's no close nefesh between brother and sister. There's a love between brother and sister, but there's no close nefesh. There's no the soul is not expiring with great yearning to be closer to your brother or to your sister. There is a separation between them. One is in one body, one's in the other body. It's, it is not a total unity. On the other hand, so the love that's created in the body, in the animal soul, by elevating the body, the animal soul, that's similar to the love of a, of a husband and wife. It's possible that this love can, that, that, that their relationship could sever, they could get divorced. It's not a natural love that they have at, from birth. But it's, but it's specifically this kind of relationship that has a yearning and that has a excitement. And the unity that is caused by this relationship is a full unity. To the extent that the husband and wife are considered and become like one body. You don't have that by the love of brother and sister. So the love of the Abishter that you have, as because you're Jewish, because you have an Ashama. That's like a love of a brother and sister. But then there is a kind of relationship you have with Hashem that comes because of your elevating your animal soul. Your animal soul doesn't naturally have an affinity to, to, to spirituality. It's something that it's taught. It's something that it learns. However, and it's something it could lose as well. Your animal soul, your natural conscious self, could uh, could could cultivate love for Hashem and it could lose it, but uh, when it has it, what is it having? It's not having the, the, a love of a brother and sister. It's having a yearning to something that it that that discovered. It's it's something which is new to it, just like the love of a husband and wife. It's not something which is natural to it, and this love that that your your that your natural conscious self cultivates to Hashem is a more powerful, more exciting kind of love. And it causes a unity with Hashem that, that, that the Neshama doesn't have by itself. So the two of and all this perverum that we need to 
the Siddur is written in the language of the Neshama. The Siddur, when we daven, we daven with the Neshama. The Neshama is what's davening. But the goal is, it's not just the Neshama should daven, but that the animal soul should also appreciate it. So, so it's, it's possible through many, many things to make our conscious animalistic self to come along and to also be interested in Yiddishkeit, interested in the Ebishter, and the, the, the divine providence that you notice is not just your Neshama's noticing, but your animal soul also notices it too. So that's the, the, the mission of davening, is that not just your Neshama should daven, but your animal soul should also daven. We discussed many times the Hasidim, who they would actually translate the davening into English while they would daven, and not English, to uh, Yiddish, Russian, because uh, they wanted the animal soul to understand it too. So, um, so uh, the goal of the neshama uh, davening and understanding what, 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 what the word you're saying is that the animal soul should understand it too. The animal soul should also be affected by it. When the animal soul is affected by it, so the animal soul's yearning for the avishter is different than the neshama's yearning for the avishter. It's like the love of a, of a husband and wife, not the love of a brother and sister. This is the lesson we learned from Avram Vinu's path of service of Hashem, that his parnasa came in merit of, his, of, of saying that his wife was his sister. Next page, The perfection of the, of the elevation of Neshama is caused when you send the body to descend into the physicality of the world. It's just like Avram Vinu sent Sarah to Mitzrayim, and he even sent her to the house of the Pharaoh. Similarly, the way that there is a perfect uh, elevation of the Neshama, it's only by the involvement in the physical world. The goal of this descent to the Pharaoh's house was the elevation that's caused by purifying the body and the animal soul and Avravinu share in the world. It's understood that they couldn't hurt Sarah. It's understood that they couldn't hurt Avram, that their soul wasn't hurt. Instead of the body being sunk and drowned in the klippa of Mitzrayim, in the contrary, both the soul and the body were elevated. Okay, so you hear the analogy that we're, we're, of the Aravinu and Sarah and the soul and the body? Aravinu and Sarah. What? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is it the, those things you just said again, Mitzrayim specifically? I didn't say it, but that's what I'm talking about. Aram, Vino, and Sarah. We're supposed to, are we supposed to build this? That's what I was saying. That uh, you could have a scenario where Joshua Neshama is loving Hashem and like Moshe Rabbeinu and just the focus is in relation to Neshama. But the goal is that you should be involved with your animal soul and you should be involved in the physical world. Because it's specifically by elevating your animal soul that you have a different kind of relationship with Hashem. Your Neshama is like a relationship with Hashem like a brother and sister. It's boring. And so it's, it's, it's beautiful and it's lofty and it's pure. That's like learning Gemara, learning Torah, just sitting in Yeshiva, doing Torah that way, not actually being involved in the world. Yeah, but also 
that even when you're davening, you're, you're, not, you're not thinking about the words of davening in a way that's meaningful for you. You're not, you're, not, you're not trying to make it meaningful for yourself. You're just trying to think about those words as, as you know, like, as, as, and, they're, and, they're, and they're holy tongue and not trying to bring them down to you, that they, they, they should be impressionable to you as a person. Birur HaNefesh Abahamis, Elvinam Animal Soul, means that you're trying to advertise the Abishter to you. That you you should feel the abishter is, is something that's that 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 that's worthy of your love, that the abishter is 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 uh, good and he's kind and he's your life and so so by elevating the animal soul, what happens is that you achieve this different kind of relationship. So just like when Avram sent Sarah to Mitzrayim, so she didn't. That didn't hurt the neshama. On the contrary, that caused an elevation in the neshama. So too, by your animal soul being involved in the physical world and being present in the physical world, it and and trying to elevate the animal soul itself, that is not something which hurts the neshama. On the contrary, that causes an aliyah in the neshama. If the, if the kuf and that person's neshama is holding on a level where it's not going to get tainted by it. The situation that they go into, like Abraham and Sarah, <laughs> but compared to like the with Yitzchak and Esav, they Sarah specifically stopped the bracha because she knew that the the whole thing of Yitzchak's Kaylee would get shattered and tell you and everything else. So it's like this goes back to I think what you always say that you need the mashpia on where to go to because you might think that you're capable of going to this Mitzrayim to do this elevation when Bataklis you're going to go there and it's going to be Bring more detrimental to you than actually elevating you on what the purpose of it is Richtig you're saying correct you're saying correct it's Kol hadrachim all roads are dangerous, but it, it must have been worth it for the Abishar to uh, risk it, otherwise he wouldn't have, sent us to, uh, wouldn't have created us to be the Neanderthals that we are. He, 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 he must have uh, decided that it's worth it for us to risk this and to, and to, and to be tainted in the process, in order that we should uh, win in the end, and we should actually change our animal soul to, to, become, to become Jewish. There's a dynamic tension motivates the world. This is ours to cleave the Hashem. Everybody else is greed or this or that. Okay. But we still left with a question. Let's leave with a question. question is, is hey, still need to understand. Everything in the is exact. Arvin merited elevating these sparks, elevating getting all this money in the merit of his wife, right? That's the whole point. The whole thing this relationship is, we're saying that it's his wife, right? That, that's the goal. The goal is he shouldn't have a relationship with Hashem like a brother and sister. The goal is he should be like a husband and wife where there's something new over here, where your animal soul is changed around, not just your neshem. You said that specifically through him calling her sister. So how could it be? How did this gain? Why does this happen specifically by saying she's his sister? The whole point is that she should be his wife and the animal soul good morning, the animal soul should be involved in the physical world and, and it should be in a state which is foreign to the neshama and yet still in that foreign state also achieve a love for Hashem. How come where Aaron is telling Sarah, I want you to be my sister? The whole point is that 
the goof and the, the this relation the soul and the body and the shem is supposed to be like a husband and wife, not like a brother and sister. It should have been, this is my wife. Right. Now try to do something. <laughs> exactly. Watch what's going to happen, the, guys. The, the theme of the sicha seems to indicate the whole way it should have been is that he should have said, say that you're my wife. Why, why say she's a sister? is the level of tranquil state for learning and davening, where you're totally disconnected with the world, but you're not making a serious impact. By, by having it at the level of a wife, it's much, it's, it's more difficult, as we know having wives is, is a lot more challenging relationship building than our sister. Okay, maybe you have a bad relationship with your sister. I'm not trying to get into a therapy right now. So let's just <laughs> But the, the, the source of real of the real world, the Parnassa, comes from that wife. So by him saying sister, he's trying to merge the two levels together. Right? Right. I'm only half paying attention, so am I half right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We haven't really said the answer. Okay. Yes, that's the question. It's like, like this. Rabbi, it's a Jewish word. No, you need some money. <laughs> okay, so uh, thank you. So uh, in short, <laughs> what we've done today is like this. We've explored the analog of what the Zohar describes as uh, Avram and Sarah being soul and body. And we've explained that there are two ways that the soul and the body could have relationship. One is that the soul remains aloof. And the soul is serving Hashem on its in its way, but it's, it's not necessarily by learning Gemara. By the way, guys, it's not. It's it's, it's that the soul is in loving Hashem. The soul is loving Hashem. The soul is in its state of of, of dveikus to Hashem. That's like Meishar Rabbeinu, just pure attachment to Hashem, like a brother and sister. That's one way. And the other way is like where the soul is involved in the body and the animal soul and trying to change them, so that and elevate them and make them also love Hashem. That's like the love of a husband and wife, which is something which which is new and novel and exciting. But on the other hand, it could it could stop. It could the husband and wife could get divorced. So similarly, the love of a, of the animal soul could start and could stop. It, it's it's not it's not it's not naturally there. So we said that Avram Avinu um, he accomplished elevation of the physical world, and Sarah was his wife. Sarah the body was his wife, meaning that he had to engage in the physical world in a way that, that was the cult, that there was involvement there. there was, he wanted to affect change. And therefore, that's our question. If the whole point of Avram Venus and the sentiment Shrine is to tell us we have to affect the world, we have to be involved in the world like a husband and wife, so then why is there an emphasis on her being called sister, which is a different point. Okay, we'll stop here.